0: PureWow presents StreamOn, your weekly download of TV and streaming news and reviews. And now your hosts, Phil Mutz, PureWow's VP of news and entertainment, and Rachel Golmi, PureWow's managing editor of Branded Content.
1: Oh, hey there, Rachel.
0: Hi, Phil.
1: Oh, my gosh. So before we dive in, uh, I know you're an Office fan, right? Obviously. Ugh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so I I guess Instagram knows me really well because it served me this, like, fan account or whatever that I am now obsessed with and you need to follow. It's, what is it? It's at Office Bloopers. And I don't know oh. how there are so many bloopers from the Office that are just out there that I just have never seen before. But oh God, every theme. every day they they post more bloopers from the office, and they are so funny. It's just so funny to see those ridiculous characters all crack. And I. It sounds like it's an advertisement, but it is not. It is just that I'm a fan, and at Office Bloopers, you need to check it out.
0: Okay, I need to follow. I love any blooper, like no matter what the show is. I, I do just, too. It's, funny. But it's so fun to free. see like
1: John Krasinski or Steve Carell just crack. It's so good. Yes, so oh, good. Okay,
0: I'm All gonna right. follow right after this.
1: We have so many show recommendations to get to today, so let's get to it. We have the sex positive show that puts Bridgerton to shame.
0: The teen drama I literally can't stop watching.
1: A show that wants to be the next 24, but just doesn't cut it.
0: Plus Murder, Mormons, and Andrew Garfield.
1: All right, well let's get into the headlines.
0: This Justin, this week's Streaming News.
1: SJP just gave us the 411 on HP2. That's hocus-pocus, too, for those of you who don't speak in initials. On the Met Gala red carpet, our very own Carrie Bradshaw was dressed like a princess wearing a literal chessboard. When asked by Lala Anthony about the upcoming Disney sequel, she was pretty tight-lipped but did say, quote, The Sanderson sisters think they've won this time, and they still enjoy a musical number. Hey, they could do I Put a Spell on You again, and we'd be just as happy.
0: What do Henry Cavill, Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, and Jacob Elordi have in common? Besides surprising people when they speak in their native, aka non-American, accents, they're all being considered for the coveted role of James Bond. As soon as Daniel Craig announced his retirement in 2019, rumors have been swirling about his replacement. But the franchise producer says, quote, It's going to take some time. It's not just casting a role. It's about a whole rethink about where we're going. If they're ever looking for outside opinions, I volunteer as tribute.
1: Holy blast from the past Batman. Nearly the entire cast of That 70s Show is set to return for the Netflix sequel series That 90s Show, according to The Hollywood Reporter. That's Topher Grace, Laura Prepon, Wilmer Valderrama, Mila Kunis, and Ashton Kutcher. Plus, Eric's parents, Red and Kitty, played by Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, are back. However, one notable name is missing, Danny Masterson, who played Hyde. Uh, He won't be back because he is currently being tried for sexual assault. Yikes.
0: After what feels like 500 years, it's officially been confirmed that Netflix's dark comedy Dead to Me will be returning this fall for its third and final season. And even though we have to say goodbye to Christina Applegate, Linda Cardellini, and James Marsden's hot mess characters, the show's creator Liz Feldman just had another dark comedy greenlit by Netflix called No Good Deed about different families vying to buy the same 1920s Spanish-style villa that will soon turn into their nightmare.
1: And, forgive me, but one more headline. HBO just dropped a trailer for the Game of Thrones prequel, House of the Dragon. Not only do we get to see, you know, dragons, but we also got a premiere date, August 21st. House of the Dragon is based on George R.R. Martin's book, Fire and Blood. And it looks like we're going to see a lot of both. Okay, we have so many show recommendations and probably some misses finally, so let's dive right in. The hits of the week. My hit of the week is Elite on Netflix. I know you've watched the show and I have been slow to get into it, but I finally dove in and I'm obsessed. So there are five seasons. It is a Spanish language show about an elite high school where, you know, occasionally murders take place. Occasionally. And se- <laughs> occasionally, you know, once in a while. Uh, season five recently dropped on Netflix and it quickly shot, obviously, onto their top 10 list uh, of most watched shows. You know how, like, with sell- Selling Sunset, I dove right into season five. So I went back to the beginning for this one. Oh, okay, I started good. in season one. And right off the bat, it throws you into a murder mystery, which you know I love, and I'm obsessed with that. So it's great. The show is really great. It's I, It's got the murder mystery thriller element, obviously. But it's also super sexy. Like, I think it really puts Bridgerton to shame. yeah. You know, it does. There is lots and lots of sex and nudity. Yeah. But not just heterosexual sex, which you kind of get in Bridgerton. There's gay relationships. There's group sex. You know, it, it feels like the show is really uh, not afraid to go there, wherever there is. But it's really – it's a hot show and it's really fun to watch. <laughs>
0: they're all beautiful and they're like, this is high school. They're, they're in high school. Oh, yeah. And
1: it's a little soapy <laughs> whatever. But it k- kind of reminds me of – did you watch Tiny Pretty Things, that Netflix murder mystery uh, about no. a dance school? Yeah. It, it was – you know, it, there was only one season. But it it was similar in that, you know, like the outsiders joining an elite school and, you yeah. know, same kind of themes. But I think elite does it way better and it's way sexier. So – highly recommend.
0: Did you go all the way to season five?
1: Okay. So I just started this week. So I'm halfway through season one. So I still don't know who the killer is from season one, which I'm very excited about. But I also wanted to talk about briefly, I feel like Netflix has done this really cool thing where it's kind of made it possible for non-English shows to be mainstream, you know, Mm. for for, um, for an English speaking audience. Like, I, I love the show, there's a dystopian drama series uh, called 3% on Netflix. Obviously, Squid Game uh, it was not filmed in English. So I feel like before streaming content, it was kind of unheard of, and well, it was unheard of for a network show or even like a premium cable channel to have one of these shows that wasn't recorded and filmed in English. And now yeah. I mean, and, and, I, and now I feel like it's opened up this this whole floodgate of opportunities for great content from other countries that can be brought right to our living room in a way that I don't think was happening before.
0: Yeah. Do you watch them dubbed over in English? Because I know, like, my parents do that. And I'm like, you guys, you can't do that. I am
1: with you. No, I do not do dubbing. I know they offer yeah. dubbing, but I watch the show in, you know, I'm watching Elite in Spanish, but I, with yeah. the English subtitles. It is it is weird, though, because it's it's now this weird thing where I have to pay attention to the screen at all times.
0: But that's what I love about, like, even with Squid Game, like, you have to pay – it forces you. I'm like, okay, I have to put down my phone that's because right. I'm really not going to know what's going on. <laughs> but I love that. That's a
1: funny thing, too, because I feel like it bothers me when I'm watching with somebody else, uh, any show, and, you know, you know, I'm watching with my my – I'm watching with my fiancé, and he is, like, on his phone, and I'm like, no, you just missed a plot point. He's like, no, 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 I got yeah. it. I'm like, you know, yeah. so this does force you to put that phone away and kind of actually pay attention. I really – I mean, that's a nice side effect bonus to these non-English language shows, but – Yeah, absolutely. No dubbing. I want to read the subtitles. Absolutely.
0: So I got up to season four and then I sadly dropped off only because the first couple of seasons are just so much better than the. The final ones—they're—we're mm. not final. The most recent, the cast is all different in the later seasons, and the original cast, which is what you're up to now, obviously, I just think are so good. Oh, I can't wait to hear what you think. Oh,
1: oh, I'm not going to stop watching. I'm absolutely gonna keep <laughs> no, watching. no. But like
0: when you get when you find out who yeah. did it oh, for the first season. When
1: I catch up, I, you'll be the first person to know. Okay, but there'll be no okay. spoiler alerts. I will not r- yeah. ruin this show for anybody. But murder mystery, love it.
0: Yeah, it's so good.
1: So, what was your hit of the week?
0: It's Hard Stopper on Netflix. Yes. I'm so obsessed with it. It, If you haven't watched it, if you've been living under a rock, it is about these two boys in high school. One is openly gay, and the other is like a stereotypical jock. They don't know each other, which I find kind of weird because – I'm like, how do you not know each other? But my school was really small. So maybe that's just, I don't know. Maybe that's just a me thing. Or
1: maybe you were just really popular and everybody knew Rachel. I don't know. Either way. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: stop. <laughs> so they're in two different years. One is in year 10 and one's year 11. They meet in their form, which from Google, I gather, is like a study hall because I didn't know what that was. They're, it's in Britain. And they meet and they just, you can get everything from the trailer. So this isn't a spoiler, but they become friends. It blossoms. They love each other. They're in a relationship. It's just the cutest most adorable show. I like I just love it so much. The two leads in it are, I think, amazing. Kit Connor plays Nick Nelson, and he was in Rocket Man. He played um, young Elton John. And then Joe Locke plays Charlie Spring. And he, this is his first professional acting role. So I, and that's what I kind of love about this too. A lot of besides Kit Connor and this other one, he played the young Ned Stark in Game of Thrones, actually. Um, Sebastian Croft, he who plays Ben. I, I love that like they're all like up and coming actors. It's just like a breath of fresh air. And they're also actually teenagers. They're not in their thirties or late twenties, which I think is great. And it's more relatable. I just love the story so, so much. It's so positive and uplifting. And even though they tackle like tougher subjects like bullying and the whole process of, you know, coming out to all of your friends and all that, it's just, it's very positive. And I, I, I just loved it. It, it is so cute. It's the cutest show. I love it. That's all I could say about it. I, but, I, <laughs> it's adorable.
1: <laughs> I think you're. I think that's exactly right. You know, there, there's nothing you're saying that's wrong. It's so cute. It just you watch it and you know there's going. I think I mentioned this last week when I talked about. I briefly talked about the show, so I'm glad you, yeah. you dove in that it, you just know there's going to be a happy ending. You know this yeah. is all going to work out. It's really great, and I agree about the the up and coming stars. I think it's a cool thing that. Netflix has been doing, particularly with their British shows. You know, like Sex Education. There's so many, you know, stars on that show that are now in everything. That yeah. kind of started out there, and I think this is, you know, I I, I hope we get more of Heartstopper, even if it's an entirely new storyline. It gives me very, like, Love Victor vibes. But, yes. you know, it's it's so sweet. I, I'm i with you. If you haven't watched yet, if you just want some, like, feel-good content that's, you know, also, you know, dramatic and enjoyable, but yeah. feel-good, check it out.
0: And it is based on – which I should have mentioned off the top. It is based on a comic or webcomic. Um, by Alice Oseman. So there is a continuing story that wasn't because I did a deep dive <laughs> after after I finished it. And there is more to their story and relationship. So I really, really hope that Netflix get a se- gets a season two because I, I, like, I need to see where it all goes. I don't think I'm going to read the comic, but I I just needed to see it play out. And I just also like, so Kit Connor who plays uh, Nick Nelson, like I said, he is great in it. Everyone's giving him praise. But I think that Like Joe Locke needs to get more love on this. He is so The little nerdy one. Yeah. Oh my God. Like he, first of all, he's adorable. Like I can't with the curly hair and the white high tops. And the eyebrows. I'm just wanting him to get a little (laughs) older so he
1: will pluck his eyebrows. I know I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna (laughs) shame anybody about their eyebrows. Pluck. Anyway.
0: (laughs) I just he's adorable. He's so cute. They're both, they just have such amazing chemistry. But I did find this one quote that I think perfectly sums up the show. It's from a random article in USA Today by Kelly Lawler. And it just this just sums it up. One important element that makes Heartstopper such an addictive source of positivity is the fact that the teenagers who populate its private school halls are kids you would actually want to be around in real life. This is not the place of sex, drugs, and rebellion a la HBO's Euphoria or annoying juvenile kitsch of Netflix's The Kissing Booth. These are almost emotionally mature young adults dealing with serious issues while enjoying their youth. I'm like, I love that. I just, it's perfect. Yeah. It just, it really does. It sums it up.
1: I, I also just think it's interesting that's, that that quote is in direct contrast to what we just talked about, which is elite, which is yeah, like, the eufo- yeah. not, not quite euphoria, but it is like sex and drugs and all of that. It's in, on in that high level. School. But this is, this is very different genre, even though it's a high school story.
0: I mean, you don't have like Jacob Elordi running around with like eight packs. You know what I mean? Like these kids, they they still have their acne and whatever. It's just so good. But the, the one bone I have to pick with it is like, why do they only speak through Instagram? Like, why don't they text each other? Like real text messaging. I is that like a Gen Z thing? I just don't get it. I don't know. I need someone to answer like this question for me. they only communicate through DMs? Yes. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you see it when it pops up on the screen. Like, it says Instagram. And then, like, you know, it's inside the Instagram platform. Like, it has the double tap to, you know, heart it or whatever. And I'm just like, what? Like, why – why aren't we texting people? Am I just not cool enough? Like, I, I think it's a Gen Z thing. Yeah, I don't Rachel, know, I, I
1: think maybe we both just found out that texting is dead via a TV show <laughs> and we just haven't been told yet in real life. Oh,
0: my God. It's like been keeping me up at night, though. Like, I need <laughs> I need to know why. So if someone involved in Heartstopper is listening yeah. to this by chance, by miracle, please answer because I, I need to know. And like, if I need to switch over to communicating through Instagram, like, I'll do it. If that means I'll be cool.
1: I'm not going to do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna text you, Rachel. I'm sorry. I'm out.
0: Oh, fine, fine.
1: I, I'm so glad. I, I love how excited you are about this show. Makes me. Oh my very god, happy. I love it.
0: I haven't stopped watching it.
1: Good. Well, it, I hope you did because it's over. Season. The season's no. over. No. no, I'm just going to oh, keep doing it on, gonna, on loop, like The Office. Yeah. So yeah. I just before we move on to any kind of misses, which I'm glad we have misses this week. Uh, I have a couple more recommendations. I do want to briefly revisit. Gaslit. Okay. Which, you know, the Julia Roberts, Sean Penn, Betty Gilpin show about Watergate. So I episode two dropped, and we finally we already get the Watergate break-in, and it's even better than episode one. This was my hit oh. last week, and I just want to say, please watch the show. It is so good. Julia Roberts's scenes with Sean Penn, they're like a masterclass in acting. Love, love, love. And then also Ozark, the final episodes just dropped on Netflix. Mm. Ozark season four, part two. And uh, if you aren't watching Laura Linney, Jason Bateman, Julia Garner, who uh, played Anna Delvey in *Inventing Anna*, she's the best part of the show. But she's she's incredible, and she, it's she's so intense in this drama about the Bird family in the Ozarks. They kind of like a normal family that becomes a like crime family as they get <laughs> involved with a drug cartel. So Julia Garner is incredible, and nothing like her Anna Delvey *Inventing Anna* character. But also Netflix. So she's just like the queen of Netflix, and because of this role, she she won an Emmy twice in 2019 and 2020. So please watch these episodes; they're really good. And Laura Linney and Jason Bateman like like you've never seen them before. Like this isn't like Laura Linney doing her normal like like drama and it isn't Jason Bateman doing his normal comedy. It's very, very different.
0: Yeah. I okay, so unpopular opinion, I like wasn't the biggest fan of Ozark. I kind of dropped off at season two.
1: I think you maybe should pick I need it to back to up. Revisit. There are I some know. I mean, I, I I get it with any show, there are like lulls, but long term yeah. this one is worth it. I wouldn't tell you it was worth it if it wasn't worth it. There okay. and there are some like season finales too and mid season finales where I just yell at the TV during some of these twists. Really, really good stuff.
0: I mean, I love Jason Bateman, so I was kind of bummed that I even gave it up, but um, I'll have to go back and watch it. And
1: last but not least, hit, I love that for you on Showtime, Vanessa Baer from SNL, Molly Shannon, Jennifer Lewis. So good. New episodes come out each Sunday, so there's only one out so far. We will talk about it, I'm sure, more in the future, but Vanessa Baer plays, you know, someone who desperately wants to be on QVC, like a QVC kind of (laughs) network. Uh, So she pretends that she has, like, Cancer, her childhood cancer is back. She pretends in order to get secure her job essentially on this network. So it's a comedy with very dark themes, but she's very good. And so is Molly Shannon. And I can't wait to see more of it. So I love that for you showtime.
0: I loved that too. That was actually one of my hits. So thank Great. you for reminding me to bring it up. Yeah. But I actually didn't know that um Vanessa Bayer actually did have cancer when she was younger. She so she kind of took this and her love of QVC and made this show out of it. And I I I love that. Like, I mean, obviously, it's it's sad that she had cancer at such a young age, but she did beat it. And I don't know. It's just, it is. It's so funny. And I, I mean, I'll watch anything that has Molly Shannon in it. So I need more episodes. though. I wish they all dropped at one time.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I, I wanted to immediately watch the next one, which is a thing. Same. We're all spoiled now. That yeah. You know, but we're we're getting back to some of these weekly shows, like with the Showtimes and the HBOS of the world, where they drop yeah. them weekly. It's kind of annoying, you guys. Can you just drop them all at it once, is. please? I Thank know. You. Ugh.
0: But then it's good because then it elongates the, sh- the process. I mean, True. like with Heartstopper, I True. literally watched it, draws it in it two out. seconds. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know. What did you hate this week?
0: Misses of the week. Well, I don't know if I hated it, but I really didn't like it. I, that's why it's my miss. But I, I might give it another shot. I don't know. Or I might take your advice and just drop it. <laughs> because you never say I should, uh, I mean, you say I should never continue if I don't like it. But anyway, so mine is Under the Banner of Heaven on Hulu. And it's also on FX. It is with Andrew Garfield, Daisy Edgar Jones from Fresh, uh, and Sam Worthington from Avatar. It is, the story just didn't um, hook me in. But it's about this Mormon community in the 80s. And Daisy Edgar Jones plays um, Brenda Wright Lafferty, who was murdered, her and her uh, 15-month-old daughter. But it was the murders were kind of like propelled by like Mormon extremism and Andrew Garfield plays the detective who's trying to you know figure out what happened and like leading up to the events of it and everything I just don't it didn't do it for me it's a great cast and I love our Andrew Garfield and I love Daisy Edgar Jones but I I, honestly the reason I didn't like it was because I did think it was boring and I did fall asleep which but uh, it was just boring the everything like the lighting and the the story in general it was just a lot I think it's one of those shows where it's a lot to set up and then when they get into it it's going to be really good
1: I have said this to you over and over again I give you permission to not finish this you don't have to watch this that's okay Aww. and look Andrew Garfield is doing just fine he has had quite <laughs> the moment you know yeah, I mean, Tick Tick Boom Tick Tick Boom nominated for you know best actor but also Spider-Man I guess that's, yeah. a, that's not a spoiler They're, the pictures are out now you know he's in it all right Spider-Man uh, <laughs> and he was in the eyes of Tammy Faye too so he's in everything right now so if he has a flaw I think it's okay,
0: but I'm gonna take your advice and just drop it because yeah. I don't want to stick around
1: <laughs> I think there are enough, especially there's enough shows like this like the bar is set high for these like true crimey kind of shows like like true detective, which isn't true crime, but yeah. you know it's a crime show i it, the bar is set high with like performances but also keeping me really engaged in a in a mystery yeah. you know if especially if it's only gonna be one mystery for an entire season you know you really you gotta do better sorry Hulu fX anyway, what was your miss so my miss is The End Game, which is on NBC slash Hulu slash Peacock, because people, I guess, get Peacock. I don't know. So it's a 10-episode show. The the 10th episode just aired this week. So it's about this mysterious woman who has organized a series of bank heists to take place Mm -hmm. all simultaneously. And she's caught in episode one. So she's with the FBI while the heists are all playing out. And so it's like a kind of a cat and mouse game where the FBI is trying to get information or find out what her true Quote, of the title of the show, Endgame is. And it's got uh Marina Bakarin, who, as like the supervillain, you probably, you, you definitely recognize her. She was in the short lived sci fi show V, but she was also, she also played Brody's wife on Homeland. Yeah. Yeah. I do love, I actually do love She's her. She's really good. And it's not her fault. And it's also Ryan Michelle Bathay, she plays the FBI agent, the main FBI agent trying to like solve these mysteries. And I love her. She's in First Wives Club on BET, the the TV show like remake, which you should also watch. Um, and she's married to Sterling K. Brown from This This Is Us. So oh. the performances are not the problem. It's just there's so much happens in every episode that it's almost impossible to keep track of. Like how many bank robberies, explosions, and kidnappings and corrupt public figures can we get in the first two episodes? Like just. <laughs> and I I feel like it was really trying hard to be 24, which I really liked mm. with Kiefer Sutherland. But this feels way more erratic and all over the place, and the, the relationships are super unclear. Like every character hates each other until they're on the same team and then they hate each other. And I just I, I can't keep track. And I, I wrote down a couple of the like lines that they say over and over again because I gave up after two episodes, but the two episodes I heard each of these lines at least three times. Oh jeez. There are no coincidences. She's always coming at us sideways. There's always a plan. There's always a connection. How do you, these writers run out of things to say that in two episodes, you said each of those things three times? Just nonsense. It's got a 33% oh critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. But, oh no. but the audience score is, I just my jersey just came out, my audience score. Uh, the <laughs> audience score uh, was much higher at 80%. So clearly, oh. some people must like it. So there's a big disconnect. I did that not like really it. Big,
0: that's a really big disconnect. Yeah, I,
1: I know. So... Uh, I think it's super problematic, don't waste your time, but hey, 80% of people did enjoy it. I don't know who they are. Maybe they're the only people who are on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. Skip <laughs> the end <ending>. game. <laughs> we have uh, a segment this week that I'm very excited about. It is Classic Spotlight.
0: A stream on, Classic Spotlight.
1: So I love this ratio because it gives us a chance to talk about something that we never get to talk about, which is older yeah. content. This is great. Yes. What is you? F- your, oh, you want me to go first? I was going to
0: say you go first, you go first. <laughs> I
1: feel very, I'm as passionate as you are with Heartstopper. I'm going to triple that with my passion for the movie Clue. And the movie Clue is available right now on Prime Video. And it is the best movie of all time. It is the 1985 film based on the game. And it is my favorite movie, period. Like hands down? Uh, hands down? Hands down. Hands okay. down. Okay. So funnily enough, you said hands down because I wrote an article a little while ago for Pure wow and it was called 10 Reasons Clue is the Best Movie of All Time, Hands Down, No Question. Oh, my God. N- no hyperbole here. Uh, again, <laughs> seems to be a running theme with me, hyperbole. <laughs> so uh, rather than kind of dive into what Clue is about, because I think you get it, uh, clearly if it's me, it's a murder mystery. Uh, I decided to just, uh, I'm going to list off the 10 reasons that from this article, the 10 reasons Clue is the best movie. Number one, Madeline Kahn as Mrs. White. Freaking incredible. Number two, and of course, the rest of the cast, which is Tim Curry, Christopher Lloyd, Eileen Brennan. The the list goes on. The funniest people. Number three, It's So Damn Funny. Number four, (laughs) oh, and It's a Murder Mystery. Number five, spoiler alert, (laughs) Keep calm. We got a spoiler alert, everybody. Keep calm. Spoiler alert. Stay calm. Stay inside. It has not one, not two, but three endings. And also, I don't feel bad about a spoiler alert from a movie from 1985, but you should watch it. Uh, Number six, it's extremely quotable. Number seven, it's the ultimate source for Halloween costume ideas. Number eight, it gets better with each viewing. Number nine, the nostalgia factor is so real because who didn't love playing Clue as a kid? And number ten, it's what we all need right now—a little bit of joy after a hard two years. Yeah. So yes. Oh my gosh. If you haven't watched, go watch Clue. Boom, best movie hands down all time.
0: I'm like blanking if I've watched Clue or not. I think I right have. You. There's no way no, you've watched. No, I feel like Clue I know. And no, you I, don't remember I know it. I have. No way. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to like think back. There's no way that I haven't seen it.
1: Okay, well, if you watched it as a kid, I, I, that's not good enough. You need to watch it okay. again as an adult. How often do I get passionate about this stuff? And last week I said Heart Stoppers, and then you were in Heart Stoppers, and now you're obsessed with Heart yes. Stoppers. Yes. So- oh my gosh, it's so
0: funny. You were gonna say that. That you did say that though, because I, when I was watching the preview for Heart Stop, I know this is a tangent, but when I was watching the preview for Heart Stoppers, I was like, eh, or Heart Stopper, no S. Mm-hmm. It was. I was just kind of like you get the gist of it from whatever. And then when you said to watch it, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you did because I did love it. So maybe I do have to go watch Clue again because I don't know. I don't know what's happening there.
1: Pour yourself a big glass of wine and just dive right in. It is a classic. That's why we call it a classic spotlight. What movie did you want to talk about, Rachel?
0: (laughs) Mine's not too long after. It was in 1992. But it's My Cousin Vinny. And it is also hands down my favorite movie ever, ever, ever. It is so freaking funny. It has Joe Pesci from Goodfellas, The Irishman, every Italian mob movie, Home Alone. Um, Marissa Tomei, who won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress sure for this did. role, which I think is amazing. And Ralph Macchio from The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. It is about these two college students, Ralph Macchio, Ralph Macchio plays uh, one of them, and they're doing a road trip back to college. And they're in Alabama, like small town. And they get accused of murder, which I know that like escalates quickly, but I promise it's a comedy. And so they hire uh, Joe Pesci as their lawyer, who's the cousin of one of the kids. And he is a personal injury lawyer. So he clearly is not, you know, savvy with murders. And he is just like not a good lawyer. He's very inexperienced. And it is just it's so funny. Like I I could watch it every single day, like on repeat. The characters are just amazing because it's kind of like, so they're all from New York. They have heavy, thick New York accents and they're in this small town in Alabama. I mean, you could just picture that. On, it's just like fish out of water. And I think I love it so much because I am from New York. So I kind of like under, you know, it's, I feel like if we, I was from like a different state, I'd be like, oh, whatever. But there is such a divide between like North and South and like, Everything, the way they dress, the way they speak, what they eat. It's just her hair. It's hilarious. Love everything her it. hair. So oh my good. God. The fashion, the shoulder pads, and oh, it's just so funny. It puts me into such a good mood. The dialogue, the one liners. It's just, it's great. Oh my it's God. Great.
1: The dialogue. Her scene. It's so she, funny. Her, di- her scene on the stand when she's talking about, when she like essentially breaks the case wide open. Spoiler alert again. But she, when she.
0: We got a spoiler alert,
1: everybody. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry for putting in a spoiler for your pick. Um, That's okay. But when she starts talking about pause attraction and like how, like, you can't make those marks marks without positive traction <laughs> yeah. it's so funny oh she's my god. About the, the, like one of the most iconic phrases ever is like the 64 the 64 buick skylock it's just so freaking funny <laughs> i love her she's brilliant oh my brilliant. god she's so so good that scene alone i love should th- win th- her i love that oscar. she won an
0: yeah i i love that she won an oscar for this and all i mean the the conversations and a lot of hers are really funny about like when the deer I mean, he's going hunting and the deer with the water and he puts his cool lips down to the cool, clear water. And bam! <laughs> I could go on and on. But it is just so funny. And I love it so much. If you haven't seen it, please go. It's on Prime Video. I think it's also on Hulu. But as an add on, I don't know if that means you have to buy it. But um, it's just it's great. It's It really is. It's so, so funny. And I'm glad we both chose
1: very quotable movies. Uh, Yes. I think that's like a sign of a lasting classic, you know, is something that you just want to quote over and over and over again. I love that. Oh, yeah.
0: I love it. And I I like that we both picked – Good picks by us. Yeah,
1: I know. I'm going to watch My Cousin Vinny again. (laughs) Yeah. So before we wrap things up, I just want to real quick mention a couple of other shows that dropped this week that we have yet to check out, but we need to ASAP. We got The Circle Season 4 just dropped on Netflix. And – Oh my God, it features two very famous people who I'm oh. not going to spoil it, but the circle season four. Uh okay. Shining Girls, starring Elizabeth Moss on Apple TV Plus. Grace and Frankie, The Grand Finale is now out on Netflix. The Staircase just dropped, starring St- Tony Collette, Colin Firth, and Sophie Turner on HBO Max. And of course, The Wilds season two, which is like Lost Meets Yellow Jackets, is now uh dropped on Prime Video. So a lot. Of content that we can't even get to all of it, but just wanted to put those out there. I neither recommend nor not recommend those yet, but I hope to get to those very, very, very quickly. All right, Rachel, what did you learn this week?
0: What we learned. I learned that I need to watch something other than Heartstopper this week. <laughs> that's what I learned. But no, I love it so much, so maybe I will keep watching it.
1: And I relearned all about traction.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good one.
1: Well, thank you for sitting down for such a wonderful, exciting chat. And I—I uh, I don't know, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just uh, end
0: it on our lap now? Yeah, I'm
1: until next week.
0: All right. Well, happy streaming, all. That's it for Stream On. Follow us on Instagram at shows and at Pure Please subscribe, rate, and review. Stream On is a Pure Wow and Gallery Media
1: Group production. I hated her so much, it, it, the, it, flame, flames, flames on the side of my face, breathing, breath, heaving breath.